Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. And tonight we have a special show. We've got Dan Holdings on, and hopefully we can keep Larry on. He's had phone trouble, so he's on his cell phone. Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Stuart. Uh, I'm doing well up to my eyeballs and stuff, but uh, I'm doing good, <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> oh, good, good. Larry, are you with us? Oh, I am, and, and uh, thank you. And also uh, a big hi to Daniel Holdings. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it has, uh, uh, you know, guys, uh, I and I always make it a point to tell you this, uh, um I, as I'm sure we'll talk about uh, the new movie that uh, uh, I'm involved with over at Gen 6 Productions, uh, I wrote the script, uh, co-produced it, and uh, helped direct it. Uh, and it is probably, um, and I, I, I say this with no hesitation, probably the most important thing that I've ever done, ever, and I've done a lot. But the reason I say that is not to boast on myself, it's to boast on the Lord. But guys, you know, back a few years ago, well over a decade, I used to be a normal guy until somebody handed me a CD of Stuart Best and Larry Taylor's show. And you guys ruined me. (laughs) Well, good, good. Uh, Before we get rolling on some of this, I I want you guys to... Uh, give me your take on it. This is an email I got just the other day, actually. I am writing to you because something just occurred about 20 minutes ago, and I am disturbed by it and wanted to share what happened. I got a call from my old job. I stopped working there last year in December, and the woman said to me, the reason I'm calling you is because the Department of Homeland Security is here, and they are asking for proof of your vaccination card. I responded to her, I don't have one. I never submitted one, and I never received a vaccine. In fact, what I did submit was an exemption letter for my doctor and my pastor for a religious exemption. She said she had a copy of my vaccination card there, and I said, well, that's not mine because I've never been vaccinated and I will not be vaccinated. I find it very disturbing that Department of Homeland Security is here looking for people's proof of vaccination, even more disturbing since I never had a vaccine. Why would you have a copy of it? In my file, in regards to the Department of Homeland Security, I'm skipping a little bit of it, uh, doing personal checks of people's vaccination status, visiting their jobs or old jobs, was what 
what's next? Knocking on their home doors? So anyway, she went online and said she couldn't find anything about it. What do you think about that, Dan? Start with you. That's kind of disturbing. Well, let me ask you, what what state is that person in? Uh, she didn't say. So I don't well, know. I, I can tell you, they came, if, if they come door to door in Kentucky, where I live, they'd get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that's the way Kentuckians are. But, you know, Stuart, it doesn't surprise me. Um they they are absolutely going nuts. Now we know that they aren't vaccinations, they are vaccinations, right? That they are yep. uh they are designed to kill uh a good majority of the population. Yep. Uh not only from directly from the, the the vaccination, but also from the shedding that occurs as a result of the vaccination. Now why are they gone nuts? And this is really, really important. So it doesn't surprise me that this is occurring now. Uh, when, uh, okay, so there was something that occurred this month that uh, they were talking about, the globalists were talking about in a big way, and, and uh, it, it met little fanfare. It was... Uh, the population of the world hitting eight billion people, yeah. and and it it put the globalist in a tizzy. Just uh, last week, they passed uh, um, the uh, G20 passed uh, this uh, this rule or law or whatever uh, to to uh, make sure that people were vaccinated when they travel about a vaccination card. So it doesn't surprise me that this is occurring now after that, but I think they've all, they've had it all planned, you know, for the the longest time. What do you think, Larry? Well, I think you're right. And I've been kind of watching my front yard to see a, a bunch of black clad armored up guys show up in a van outside and, begin to pull this long thing out that looks like a long or elongated water hose and ask me when was the last time I had a colonoscopy. You know, it gets pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) What's a good way of boarding it? (laughs) Anyway, before we get rolling on what I know Dan wants to talk about and we all want to hear about, I want to read this from the Bible, 2 Thessalonians 2. And it's 8 through 12. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this uh, cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, I just looked up the word damned as it's strong 2919 uh, to decide mentally or judicially by implication to try to condemn to punish 
Uh, and then if you go into the word perish, it means to destroy fully. Uh, so it, this is a, a very, very strange warning. And with what you are bringing to the fore, Dan, in this new movie of yours, uh, it, it's kind of proof of what that just says. What do you think? Well, I I, I think uh, you're you're absolutely right. When you when you look at that scripture, I'm I'm very familiar with that scripture. When you look at it, um, it it first of all, it kind of lays out a timeline. It, it says after Satan does his work, his work is is only just now really kicking into high gear. So we, you know, this is. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that we have uh, a lot to walk through. This is because uh, when when the Lord comes and He destroys him with the breath of His mouth, He's utterly destroyed, and then the millennium comes and all this other stuff. So um, it is interesting to find that that verse also talks about people not being willing to live in the truth, to want the truth. And, and you know, the, the movie is called The Lies of Men and Gods. Uh, the, uh, what is the rest of it? Exposing the Fallen Angel Agenda for the, uh, I don't know, it's a long subtitle, but the, the Lies of Men and Gods. And, you know, interestingly, guys, how this movie came about it really wasn't supposed to be this movie when I started on it. Um, you know, uh, Gen 6 Productions had funded uh, a couple of different um, expeditions down into Mexico, and we have all this footage. So what we wanted to do is to come out with something different and new, uh, you know, about that that, that those expeditions and the artifacts that have been uncovered. uncovered. Uh, but what, what had occurred is the Holy Spirit, as he does so often, uh, began to connect these dots of various issues um, from various work that, that Gen 6 had done before uh, and other things that I had seen before. He began to connect all of these dots till the the conclusion that I come to, and I, I you know you have to see the movie for the ultimate conclusion, but that everything in the world, and it's not an exaggeration, is based on a lie or lies, yeah. and so oftentimes what happens is that believers, you know, we say we believe the Bible. And, and, you know, there are those of us that say we, we believe the Bible is literal. But even those that say, you know, we believe the Bible is literal, uh, sometimes we don't really understand what we're saying. And we don't really believe the Bible is literal. We don't take it word for word the way it is. Now, the Word says that the whole world lies in the hands of the evil one. Yes. And it's, it also says that the 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 um, uh, that Satan is the god of this world. Now we read those things through religious lenses, right? And we go, okay, yes. I understand that spiritually. I understand that 
No, folks, I'm here to tell you, this is not just talking about spiritually. This, according to what we have found out through the lies of men and gods, is that these two scriptures should be taken literally. And then that scripture that you uh, read out of Second Thessalonians just uh, confirms that. That mm-hmm. we do not really believe that Satan is the god of this world. But I'm telling you, folks, uh, that new movie clearly spells out how and why this has happened. Mm-hmm. Larry? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting, and... And I was watching the war room this morning with Steve Bannon, and he had a couple of guys on, uh, Joe Allen and Russ Falk. And here's basically what uh, they were talking about. And, of course, you know, Stuart, you, you've also said, uh, you know, told people, as you know, Elon Musk and the Elon Musk scenario, uh, you know, he's one of the elite. But listen to this headline, though. This is a headline. September the 1st, 2022, says Elon Musk, moving forward with AI and Neuralink in the human brain, and Biden's recent executive order on transhumanism has opened the way to man and machine merger. Alert, alert. What do you think? We're walking into a biggest trap that's ever been laid for humanity, just like Dan said. Satan is real. The fallen angels are going to manifest themselves. Uh, the Bible clearly tells us, and Book of Enoch agrees with it, they're shapeshifters. They can they materialize. It's going to be just as real. And you could get a knock on the door, and there stands a, a gray, or there stands something else. And it's going to be real. You're going to be able to reach out and touch them. This is how this strong delusion of the Bible actually works. It is just like he, uh, Dan said. It's it, Yeah, there's spiritual warfare here, but there's literal. This is literal. Satan really is the God of this world, just like Jesus Christ said. And uh, when Jesus was taken to that high point and said, uh, and Satan says, hey, I'll give you all the world through all time. You can have all the kingdoms. I'll give them to you. They're mine. I own them. And I'll give it to whomsoever I want. Well, either Jesus is a lunatic and the Bible's totally lying, or it's absolutely true. And anybody that has taken any steps towards Jesus Christ, we'll know almost immediately how true it is. That's from the spiritual. He works. Uh, the Bible says we fight not against uh, flesh and blood, blood, but we are, are fighting against principalities and powers in the high places. Well, these principalities and powers work through the minds of men and women. And so when you hear Klaus Schwab say, well, we're about divinity here now, you're not listening to Klaus Schwab. That's Satan speaking or some demon 
speaking through Klaus Schwab. So that's how they work. And they've been doing this for a long, long time. As Dan will probably tell us, uh, the finding of these skeletons and all of this has been around for years. We've never been alone. Uh, Genesis tells us that. The human race has never been alone. And uh, Satan's been around for a long, long time, and the Lord longer before that. So, yeah, this is a, a fascinating uh, – how is this going? I saw two articles on uh, the site, uh, the 13 alien-like skulls found in Mexico. I was wondering, Dan, do you think there's any connection to those and the 12 crystal skulls? I, I think there's uh, probably a connection because uh, some of what our archaeological team had uncovered were, in fact, crystal skulls. It's something that, they, um, oh, really? that they've done before. So, I, yeah, I would be surprised if, if, uh, if they have uh, some sort of connection. And, you know, it's really funny. Um, when, when these things began turning up, um, uh, people were going, ah, that's not real. That, that's not, it's not real. It's, they're planted. They're planted. Well-known people uh, saying such things. Um, they're fake. You know, they're making them down there. And, and so uh, one of the cool things about this, uh, the, the latest footage we've got is uh, you know the, the the team is down in a hole like like uh, the hole I think is like eight or nine feet deep and they're using a ladder to get in and out of this hole and they're uncovering stuff on the bottom untouched uh, un, you know under untouched dirt uh, pretty it's pretty amazing and these artifacts are showing fallen angels they're showing winged reptilian creatures with uh, uh, exoskeletons, uh, they're showing Egyptians, uh, gods, Anubis, and that kind of thing, uh, in in the, the heart of Mexico. I mean, it is amazing, the kind of stuff. And and in the previous uh, archaeological dig, they, they, they actually uncovered, uh, you know, a couple of crystal skulls. So uh, they, they could very well be connected. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is we asked... Uh, in, in an interview, we asked uh, uh, Jesse, our, uh, our director of antiquities down there, we asked him, um, what, did he feel anything when, you know, when he held them? He said, yeah. He said, you, you, you can feel something. He said, he said I, and I don't really know how to explain it. Now, Jesse is a man of God. I mean, this guy... He's about walking the walk. This guy does it. He's on his face constantly, fasting constantly, uh, because he's under heavy attack down there. Um, he's had several people from three-letter agencies show up and tell him and talk to him and stuff like that. He's had manifestations of, you know, all kinds of craziness and stuff. So, so here's a man that needs to stay close to the Lord, otherwise he'd be dead, I'm sure. But, you know, so I asked him this question, you know, well, do you feel anything? And and he said, he said, yeah, you, you, you can feel something, uh, lightheadedness, um, euphoria, 
that, that kind of thing. So, I mean, somebody says to you, oh, that stuff's a bunch of, you know, hokiness. It's not real. That You know, the, the crystal skull thing, it's not real. Folks, it is real. <laughs> we have testimony to that fact. And, uh, uh, I, I, again, it wouldn't surprise me, uh, Stuart, if those, those skulls were uh, related to the crystal skulls. Well, what's very interesting to me is, and Larry, what was the group of, uh, I think they were Native Americans, weren't they, that that carried the crystal skulls across the country? Remember that? Um, Yeah, those were the uh, shaman uh, groups from South America and Central America that got together and carried them around and did rituals. And and but you know Daniel, as I was thinking, and I saw the uh, I guess you could call it the trailer <clears throat> where they're finding some of this stuff, and this stuff stuff looked incredibly well preserved, uh, relatively clean from what I could tell, and uh, I was thinking, and of course you know how I am when I think, I'm always a great danger, <laughs> but but anyway, you know I was <laughs> I was thinking as you were sharing that, and and I was wondering, you know. Uh, you remember the old uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie, you know, and that you know where they had some crystal skulls and yes. you know, somehow they were connected and blah 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 blah. Well, well, you know, with all that being said, I just wondered because you know I found an artifact and I think Daniel, I told you or I sent you a photograph of it one time. Uh, I found a uh, rock. What I call it was a rock. It wasn't crystal, but it was made out of rock, and it had something that looked like a uh, uh, design, some kind of strange design on the top that almost looked like a, a graph of a, a city or a map of some kind. And this one, uh, this rock, the Lord wouldn't let me take it in the house. I had to keep it in a little building out back. And it had a, uh, there was a demonic entity that was inside that rock. And of course the Lord didn't tell me to exercise it from the rock. Uh, I just had to warn the people, you know, it wasn't actually mine. I had to warn the people though, that I gave it back to that, uh, there was an entity in it, in it and be cautious because, uh, you know, that wasn't my challenge to do. However, however, with that being said, uh, I have studied some, some old stuff and I've seen some stuff lately on Microsala and, and of course, uh, Rothman's been running some codes on a lot of this new age stuff. It's, and the whistleblowers that are coming out with the 20 and back programs and also uh, Gamma Mead and, and uh, off planet meetings with ETs or fallen ones. And I got to thinking, Daniel, all that, you know, when all that stirs up in your head, you kind of consider these things. I wondered because. Daniel, if you'll remember, and I think I've shared it with you, I know I have with Spirit on his shows, a guy by the name of, a researcher by the name of Jonathan Gray that wound up being in New Zealand, and he passed away last year. He he had uh, shared with him something that they found in Russia in a coal mine that they called the Golden Mirror. However, this device was something that was similar, if you will, to a lot of iPhones from the past. The, the the Adamic times, if you will, and uh, before the flood, and it went through the flood, protected in this box, and uh, uh, they unearthed it out of the coal in Russia. And guess what? 
what turned the soldiers? They tried everything. They didn't know what it was or what it did, but they there was a frequency in another building activated something inside this. So, with that being said, if this is true, and Jonathan Graham says it is, if a lot of the ancient technology, kind of like the movie Prometheus, things were activated by frequencies. I wondered what would happen if some of these skulls that are really, I don't think are real skulls, I think they're act- they may even be uh, ancient or, or, if you will, fallen angel uh, computerized or AI-type devices from the past. wonder what a few frequencies might do to those. Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Yeah, go ahead, Daniel. Go ahead, Stuart. I said it, it would be it would be interesting to see uh, if there was a frequency actually being put out by those skulls, and I yeah. you, I hadn't really thought of that before. Sure, you think that would be a a, a possibility? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know the yeah. I just wanted to add real quick because you brought that up. Uh, Roger Lear, Dr. Roger Lear, uh, you know, L.A. Marzulli and Richard Shaw kept going into the uh, the devices that were basically uh, put inside people. Uh, right. You know, they call them implants. Implants, bodily implants, and those implants gave out, out a frequency. And, of course, you know, if you, if you zero in to 2022, we now are inserting uh, – substances in the human body that begins to build on a platform of some kind uh, from that point, and actually that produces a frequency. So everything, and it's odd, Stuart wrote some books on frequency. Everything operates on a frequency. Absolutely. In fact, the entire universe is constructed on frequency. In the beginning was the word. Well, what's word? Frequency. That's all it is. And now they have, after you go down all the way down through the subatomic particles, what do they find? Frequency fields. Yeah, the whole thing is <laughs> frequency. I'm not saying it's not real. I know some scientists are now saying the whole thing's a hologram. But, uh, yeah, it, it's fascinating stuff. You mentioned euphoria, that the, one of the guys was holding one of these skulls was uh, felt kind of a euphoric feeling. Um, right. I'm beginning to wonder if the strong delusion is not going to have this kind of activity connected to the arrival, a euphoric kind of a feeling for humanity that doesn't understand they're going to embrace all this. There's no escape, according to the Lord, Unless you're protected by God himself, you're going under this uh, this delusion. And it's a delusion to damn the human race that rejected his son. I mean, it's really harsh when you really look at this thing. And as you said, who knows how far along we go into this thing. Uh, quite a ways, it sounds like, maybe. Um, but anyway... Um, what do you think about these uh, deformities that they're finding? 
It doesn't, and, and you know, if they're doing this, I know a lot of them are saying, well, this is just something, kind of a phase that people went through and they wanted their babies to have these long gated skulls, so they compressed them, et cetera, et cetera. But my question would be, why would they want to do that unless there was a model of a god that they had either seen or had something to do with that would make them want their children to be like that? What do you think? Well, I mean, First of all, the you know the the true uh, 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 elongated skulls. There we have, uh, and I forget what what it's called. You might know what it's called, but the way our cranium is set up, there's um, there's um, three different uh, like suture marks in our cranium. They're they're uh, you know where you're. Your your bones knit together as uh, when you're a baby, they're they're not together, and so that's so you could actually come down the birth canal. But as you grow, you know, before you're six months old, they're they all join together. And with little babies, they tell you to be careful with their heads because you know their their bones aren't together. Well, they're talking about this these three uh, sutures, these three ridges that are in that are in in our skulls. Now, real elongated skulls don't have that. They have one suture. <laughs> they have one uh, division. And so they're different altogether. Not only are they pointy, they're different. They're bigger. Uh, they're, so here's an interesting thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> when, um, you know, we did a, a fundraiser uh, for uh, Steve Quill and, and Doug Hagman uh, earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and uh, Steve had me uh, write up, uh, it was really a book. I mean, it was long as one of my books, um, a PDF. I, and I did extensive research on this. But one of the interesting things is that, uh, that came out of that is that um, uh, King uh, Pharaoh, I should say, Akhenaten, who was also uh, Ammon, they also call him Ammon Thorpe, Ermenthrop the fourth or something like that, but it, King I call him Akhenaten. So, excuse me. When the funny thing is, is um, they found um, uh, well, they had they have his mummy obviously, and so they did an extensive DNA test on. Uh, the tissue from his his skull uh-huh. and uh, bone tissue, oh, intestinal tissue from deep inside of him, and there all there's always been this discussion about why he looked so strange. He had a really big head, really big yes. ears, large facial features, and he was tall, uh, and they didn't know why. Well, as it turns out, after and this study was done by the, um, uh, I want to say, it was a, an American study that was done through the the Cairo Museum. Mm-hmm. But um, what they found is after the study, it was it was over a decade. But what they found is that his DNA had been manipulated. And there is no other way to explain this. Uh, the, 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 uh, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but the, 
the chromosomes that are in charge of cranial development had been manipulated. And his skull had elongated and grew because it had had to accommodate a larger brain. He had a larger brain than all of the other mummies of his uh, of the same era of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the only conclusion that the chief researcher could come come up with was that it was purposely done. That there is no uh, there is no natural explanation. There's no disease that could cause it. Mankind should not have been able to do that 3,600 years ago or 4,500 years ago. Should not have happened. But further, what, what they found is that the skull, his skull was actually denser. It was thicker. So um, the only explanation, Stuart and Larry, is that that had to be fallen angel manipulation of the genetic code. And so when you see, um, you know, the, these elongated skulls that, that are popping up all over the place, in Peru particularly, uh, you know, are those, in fact, uh, byproducts of the same thing? Because we saw those kind of results in Akhenaten, and history, guys, is just repeating itself. And isn't it interesting that Jesus himself said, that in Matthew 24, it would be as in the days of Noah. We see those days repeating themselves in our modern age. That just blows my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DNA manipulation, I've all, well, I don't know how to word it, but, you know, Greek mythology and all the creatures that they had, I've always thought those were real DNA experiments and just exactly what they're doing today when we get into the jab and the mrna and stuff like that there's one other article here too that uh, was posted on steve's site today mainstream re i'm only going to do the part that's really of interest to what we're talking about mainstream rejection of star child skull well, of course they reject it, because if they once accept part of this, uh, then you've opened Pandora's box. It's like finding the giants and then claiming there are no such things. They have to do this. The New World Order cannot allow any biblical truth to come forward, because the whole thing is based upon satanic lies and deceptions. Satan being a liar and a murderer from the very beginning, and the whole New World Order is nothing but satanic. And, uh, you know, like communism is basically a a form of uh, political Satanism. It's from the very core of it. It's satanic, anti-Christ, anti-God. But anyway, since it was back in the 1930s when an American teenager discovered an abandoned mine tunnel in Mexico's Copper Canyon region. And I'm going to jump down now. DNA testing of this star child skull, it was very, very different than any human skull. Uh, He says, one can only conclude, or reasonably conclude from these studies, 
that the star child's skull is distinctly different from human. Now, they did say that uh, there was only one definitive way of proving it, and so it was through DNA testing. So they waited nearly a decade while the technology for recovering and sequencing ancient DNA, such as a 900-year-old uh, star child, could be perfected. Preliminary DNA testing found that a significant percentage of the DNA in the skull is not human. So well, this verifies everything we've heard in Genesis. And what Jesus said, it would come back again. What's your take on that? Well, you know, another interesting article came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and it it's it, this is it was on Drudge that I saw it, and um, I, it, Steve might have posted it on his site after it was on Drudge, but I read it on Drudge. So, and I, I say that because, uh, you know, Drudge is fairly mainstream these days. It's not what it once was. It's it's relatively mainstream. And, Larry, you, you may remember that cryptic message that uh, Matt Drudge posted uh, on his Twitter that something about Drudge not being Drudge or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there was all the speculation that, that uh, he sold it, which I think he probably did. Um, but my point is that this article – talked, Stuart, out there in the open, it talked about how animals, chimeric, they use that phrase, chimeric animals would become commonplace and walking around Earth uh, because uh, they've already began to manipulate the DNA of animals. Now, interestingly, you know, Steve Quayle has a lot of detractors. I mean, people people beat up on the guy, and he's he's kind of um, uh, sensitive about those kind of things because he takes a lot of flack, right? But I'm telling you, working with the guy, I I I know that he hears from God. I mean, I I absolutely know this, and I know this through our interaction between us, and also the things that he has said in the past that have come. To pass. Now, when I wrote that book, uh, Midnight Strikes, I interviewed Steve Quayle. God had showed him 38 things that uh, were going to happen in the future. And guys, one of the things that the Lord told him way back then, and this is when he first got saved 50 years ago, one of the things that the Lord told him way back then was that chimeras would be commonplace and walking around planet Earth. And here it was on Drudge just a couple weeks ago. I mean, that, that blows my mind, that they're saying the same thing that, that the Lord warned him about all those years ago. <clears throat> but here's my point. And, and sir, you hit the, the nail on the head that, that you know, the Luciferians, the, the uh, you know, WEF and uh, the globalists, uh, they cannot let – the truth get out because they are they have manipulated this byline they have manipulated the truth so that when disclosure happens right it will be under their uh you know it will be under their direction their for their own purposes 
And so the narrative is very controlled, except for crazy guys like Steve Quayle that come out and say something that God told them, and it comes true. <laughs> it comes out on, on front, you know, front page news of, of Dredge Report. Uh, but when it comes to mainstream media, they, they have absolute control. When it comes to education, they have absolute control. So you, they are, they are, they are uh, tightly monitoring and controlling this narrative because when they finally do uh, come out and, and, you know, part of the, what we start with in, in that movie is the fact that the, the Pentagon and, you know, the government, uh, they're all lying through their teeth about UFOs, right? It's like they've never happened before. Gee, they're, they're all of a sudden coming around and we don't understand what they are. And when, you know, we have reverse technology of <laughs> UFOs. <laughs> if you talk to uh, uh, what you, uh, Bob Lazar and, and uh, Bill, uh, what was the guy that ran Skunk Works? I forget his name. Uh, you know, they will out. They'll tell you that we have alien technology that we have, you know, uh, reverse engineered. And so, but you listen to the to the government, and it's like this is all new to them. When you know we've uncovered <laughs> artifacts from thousands of years ago that show alien spacecraft, right? And that you know this this. Uh, this byline doesn't hold up when it when it is uh, um, you know c- compared to the truth. Now they, they're doing that for a reason. They have to because uh, you're right. Satan is a liar from the beginning, as the word says. And the only way for the the, the population to fall into the snare is that they don't know what or who these aliens are. And that's yeah. kind of the gist of the, this new movie because we absolutely point out who and what these aliens are. Uh, so my, my point is that, that what we are seeing is the, you know, the word and prophecy coming alive right, right before our very eyes because uh, and Stuart, you say this all the time. There's nothing new under the sun. You always quote Psalm. There's nothing new under the sun. Here we are again. This is all going on again, but it's going on under the direction and control of Satan himself. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, and uh, like Larry said with the golden mirror, you know, it says there's nothing new under the sun. What do we have? It looked like a cell phone. Actually, so I understand that, right? It, didn't it, Larry? Yeah, I actually got a uh, image of it from John uh, C. and I posted that up. Like I said, you copy spirit. Yes, it <laughs> and it like looked a... uh, it looked basically like a about size and shape as a, as an iPhone, except that it had some markings on it that were different, and uh, it operated on frequencies. and And inside it, when they actually got it operating, according to John Gray. Uh, they have all kinds of ancient writings, which apparently turned out to be ancient Hebrew, if you will, a Hebrew-like language, and they were able to decipher that. And also there was fo- there was what you could say like images, like photographs. There was, uh, you know, they had uh, uh, vehicles that they drove back in those days before the flood, and 
and stuff that they wore and uh, nothing new under the sun. It's just unbelievable. Yep, history repeats itself. You know, Larry, that reminds me. (laughs) Go ahead, Daniel. That that reminds me uh, of of something I saw. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this picture. This is a famous picture. Uh, It's it's an old picture from, like, the 20s or something, maybe even before that. Uh, Maybe the, yeah, I guess the 20s. So there's all these people uh, walking around, and there's a lady with a cell phone in her ear. In the in the twenties, I wonder if that was one of those devices. <laughs> and nobody can explain it. How did how did how does that get in there? Uh, but it, it well, just, uh, saying, it, yeah. One of the interesting things that dovetails into some of this is the possibility of, and I know most people says it can't be true, but uh, time travel, if you will and uh, taking devices back. You know, they made a number of movies similar to that, uh, like uh, uh, Time Cop. I think that was one of them. And actually, Barry Rothman ran some tour codes that seemed to indicate that there was the ability of some people to view time and travel in time to some degree, and that some of the photographs, and there there are more than one, some of the photographs that... uh, have been found people literally have a phone that they're using or something that similarly looks like a phone. So, uh, you know, that takes us into another angle. Matter of fact, I talked to Stan Dale years ago when he shared on, uh, well, he wouldn't hardly share it with anybody, but he actually viewed uh, some time travel experimentation that, that had, uh, that did work uh, to some degree. So, it's an, that's another secret subject people don't want to talk about. And I did want to mention when you talk about you know uh, you know where is any of this alien technology or any of this uh, backward engineered? Well, one of the very simple things that we found and use every day is Velcro. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know that, Larry, but uh, that, that kind of makes sense. You know, one of the, the things that I ended up looking at uh, was, uh, you remember uh, when Gen 6 Productions put out The Unholy Seed? Um, uh-huh. they, did, they did an interview with uh, John Mario uh, Ferramonti, um, and, and, and one of the things that came out of that interview, and I don't think it made the movie, is, is Ferramonti... Uh, is, is saying to uh, Tim Alberino, who, who interviewed him, he's, he's saying, now, do you know how much a gigabyte is? And, and you know, he's saying, no, I, I, not, not really. He said, he said uh, 20 years yeah. ago, uh, that technology did not exist. And now... They not only have gigabytes, they have terabytes, and they have petabytes. He said that is alien technology. That's what he said. Now, I can can actually relate to this. When I was in the Air Force back in the 80s, I worked on big mainframe computers. First, I worked on uh, uh, Minuteman missiles, and I went to airplanes, and uh, I ended up my career – 
working on uh, big mainframe computers. And this was back in 87, I want to say, 88. And uh, I remember, because these were big computers, and they were in the computer room, and the room had uh, forced cold air coming up from the bottom because they used to get so hot. Um, and I, we used to have a, 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 a disk drive. It was really a, a tower drive. It had five echelons on it. And I remember when we got the new one in, five, five, five levels of, of this, this disk drive. And you actually had to put it inside a cabinet and, and close the cabinet and vacuum all the air out and stuff like that. Now, sir, guess how, how much memory that, that mainframe computer used from one of those tower drives? Guess how much? And it was brand spanking new technology at the time. Well, I would not even have a guess. <laughs> Millions of uh, gigabytes, billions probably. Five megabytes. Five, five megabytes. Yeah, five megabytes. We were so excited over five megabytes. And now, what, that was 35 years ago? Uh, now we have, you know, my my laptop has like, I don't know, five terabytes on it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. So when you see how quickly uh, technology is advancing, it cannot be of our own doing is all I'm saying. It's fallen angel technology, and you know people like Bob Lazar call it alien technology, but it's fallen angel technology. It's no different than in Genesis six when you know they were, or in the Book of Enoch, I should say, when you know you see the fallen angels giving them knowledge and understanding of things that mankind shouldn't have. Uh, anyway, that comes out in the movie as well. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, John Lear was in cahoots with uh, Bob Lazar, and I later Bob Lazar said he was very sorry that he had come forward with all that information. He thought he was helping people, that they would understand some of what he was telling them. But evidently, most people even today, they, although they say they believe maybe in UFOs and aliens, but most of it is really unbelief. They really do not believe it. And uh, a neighbor might have an encounter, and then everybody shuns a neighbor. Because uh, there's something about, you can go to a sci-fi movie, and you walk out and say, wow, that was scary. But it was a sci-fi movie, and so I don't need to worry about it. But this is going to be in-your-face technology of the fallen ones. And uh, they're going to probably show up exactly as Jesus said they would in the book of Revelation and in Thessalonians. Here's a quote from, uh, uh, let me see, being numerous in appearance. This is about the arrivals back in the days from the book of Enoch. Uh, made men profane, numerous in appearance. So this is the evolutionary conspiracy. We, we grew up on different planets and different environments, and that's why we look all different. 
So anyway, it says they made men profane and caused them to err, so that they sacrificed to devils as to gods. For in the great day shall there be a judgment with which they shall be judged until they be consumed, and their wives also shall be judged, who led astray the angels of heaven, that they might salute them. And then he references to Peter 2. So, I mean, there it is. And here we are, coming up on it again. And what do they say, Dan? What do we have, like 56, 57 different aliens we're dealing with now? Larry, do you know? Oh, I think there's uh, reportedly a hundred and something alien races, if you will. Uh, but, of course, that's in a lot of New Age activity, but that's funneling down through a lot of researchers, you know, in that type of activity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you get into any of that? On, well, uh, not, not in the movie, but one of the things that I'm working on uh, right now to go as a freebie for um, early uh, purchase uh, pre-order of the movie is uh, I, I'm putting together a DVD that has uh, uh, different alien uh, species captured in those artifacts because there are a ton of them. I mean, there is probably Stuart and I, you know, at, at least represented. In those artifacts, it's probably 45, maybe 50. So oh. when Larry says that there's over 100, I, I have no doubt because uh, we we see some of that evidence in these artifacts uh, already. Um, but you know, it's all. I, I'm not I'm not saying that there aren't aliens, right? I'm just saying that they wouldn't show up and do what they're doing to mankind now. <laughs> uh, they, you know, what we are seeing is the manipulation of mankind uh, through their activity. And uh, real altruistic uh, aliens would not interfere in, in humanity the way that, that these beings are. So it's a good tell that they're fallen angels, or at least perhaps uh, if not fallen angels, then genetically... Uh, manufactured creatures that uh, um, are being represented as as aliens. You know, I, I want to go off the beaten path here for a second uh, because, Larry, I, I just remembered something when you were talking about um, this is going to blow a lot of people's mind. Um, you were talking about uh, time travel and and uh, that that kind of thing. Um, what do you what do you all think of uh, the Mandela effect, Larry? Well, it's it's really really interesting, and as a matter of fact, uh, there's really and a, you know for people that don't know what you're talking about, Daniel, uh, that's a shocker. However, for those that are aware of what that is, what that dovetails back into, is uh, changes made possibly. Uh, time or in the timeline that create, I guess you could say, glitches. People could relate to a glitch, and uh, it's a, it's a time phenomenon, if you will, or something weird. 
And so, you know, there's, there's Mandela was one of the terms I call Mandela, but there's been others. And as a matter of fact, this is what's interesting. Uh, you asked me that. Uh, Augusto Perez, who is, you know, both of you guys know him, uh, is phenomenal on scripture. And, and actually when he, you know, he reads different Bibles, well, he writes those scriptures down uh, in the white portions of those Bibles, the ones that mean something to him. And so he did that in one of his Bibles. He went back a certain scripture. I don't remember which one it was now. And he wrote it down in his Bible verbatim. Well, then we, we talked about uh, the Mandela effect and, and uh, you know, glitches or time changes or whatever you want to call it. And then one day he pulled that Bible out and he read one of his favorite scriptures and it didn't sound right. He said, it didn't hit my spirit. He said, something was wrong. He said, this is not right. Moved over to the white pages of it, like in the front of his Bible, I think there were two or three white pages. Well, he had wrote that down verbatim 10 years before. And he flipped over to the part he had written in his handwriting and there it was, like he had read it in his Bible and, trans- and not translated, but transposed to the white pages in his Bible. It was correct. But something had changed in the scripture, the printed scripture in the Bible. Something was wrong with it. So with, what do you think, Daniel, you know, or Stuart? Uh, Augusto said this is the Mandela effect as far as he's concerned. Something happened. Well, so the, the Mandela Effect audience, uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, Nelson Mandela uh, died, I don't know, I want to say uh, officially died. Uh, I, I, guys, you got to help me. I, I think it's like the early 2000s or something, and he laid in state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was a woman, she was a, a new ager, a hippie type lady, I forget her name, but she said, "She said, I wait a minute. I thought he was already dead. I thought he died in the '90s, and he was lying in state. And and a lot of people agree with her. And and so they they coined this phrase, the Mandela effect. They they remembered circumstances differently than what reality was telling them. And and some people have said that it was uh, it's mass delusion, right?" So I don't really necessarily like uh, this term, the Mandela effect. I don't really have anything else to call it, though. But I think what you're talking about, Larry, time travel or uh, the changing of time uh, is probably closer to that. But um, so, uh, and I'll get to the Bible in just a second, but a disturbing thing um, (laughs) about this, and there are several instances, audience, if you're not familiar with this, Several instances of things being different. Even like, for instance, I remember uh, Jiffy ice cream. I mean, excuse me, uh, Jiffy uh, Jiff peanut butter being spelled, I think, with a G I F F or something like that. When I was a kid, it's not spelled that way anymore. <laughs> and according to the company, it's never been spelled that way. Uh, Berenstein Bears are were actually the Bernstein Bears and. Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A was spelled uh, with uh, uh, a K and not a C, or vice versa. 
something like that. These little things, right? But then, then, then they started messing with the wrong thing, and the Bible included. But <laughs> I remember watching a, 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 a movie that came out. It, it was like one of my favorite movies. It came out. It had that guy Sinbad in it, right? Uh, you remember Sinbad, the comedian? He yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. And it was um, uh, Shazam. He was a genie or something like that. He wore a yellow suit or something, if I if I remember him correctly. And he would say in the movie Shazam, <laughs> and I would it would crack me up every time I'd see it. Guys, the movie doesn't exist anymore. It, it doesn't mm. exist. Uh, an, another thing, um, and, and he, he'll say, no, I've never done that movie. Uh, if you look now, C-3PO from Star Wars has like one bronze leg and one silver leg. It was never that way before. Um, and the the words, uh, and I, I, it used to be an old joke. I'd, uh, I'd repeat them that Darth Vader said to Luke Skywalker in that movie, he said, my recollection he said, Luke, I am your father, right? <laughs> well, uh, it's not that way in the movie anymore. I was like, what the heck is going on here? So so there's a, there was an old interview. They were getting to your point about um, uh, there was an old interview done with uh, James Earl Jones where he's talking about this line because the interview was old. Uh, he referred to the, the line, and he said it the way I remember it. But it's not that way in the movie anymore. Now, get into the Bible. This is there have been a couple instances where um, things, a few instances in the Bible that have changed, right? So, it, one of them is uh, the scripture that said the lion will lie down with the lamb, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in the scripture anymore. It says the wolf will lie down with the lamb now. And, but you have ministries that are called light and lamb ministries. You have people like yeah. Stuart that wrote these things down in their own hand. I mean, like Augustus that wrote these things down in their own hand. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I got a disturbing email from a listener at, uh, last week, and and. Uh, he he referenced the Holy of Holies, right? And he said, mm-hmm. Daniel, the Holy of Holies is not in the Bible anymore. It calls it the most holy place. But I remember mm-hmm. it as the Holy of Holies. And so oh, yes. So, yeah. no, so that's true. There is something going on. And remember the word says that if... Uh, if uh, if it were possible that even the very elect would be deceived, that's what Jesus said. It says that if the days were not cut short, there would be no flesh alive. That's something else Jesus said. And so what we are seeing is this manipulation of the timeline. And I, I had wondered uh, uh, several times if this was a, a byproduct of the LHC, the Large Hadron Collider, because, uh, giving off uh, gravitational waves, or graviton waves, because graviton waves are theorized to change time. And so I wondered if this were the case, a byproduct of that. But nonetheless, I said all this to say this, that 
I think it is a byproduct more than anything of fallen angels, technology, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bleeding over into our own uh, reality on this side of the veil. What do you guys think of that? Well, well that what's, what, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Oh, I was just going to say that could certainly be true. Uh, what they're doing is bleeding over and and very possibly changing things because that's what they want to happen to confuse mankind and, of course, the people of the Lord. But I was going to mention also, Daniel, that, uh, you know, these gravity waves, if you will, and Stuart and I have talked about gravity waves. They built a device to even now uh, watch for gravity waves and, and follow them and, uh, you know, actually like an alert system. But they have come out now and decided that gravity, if you will, or the gravity waves are interdimensional. I mean, so this gets right, beyond right. our 3D. This gets beyond our 3D dimension we live in. Yeah, it's, well, it's I mean, look at Stuart, if you just look at quantum mechanics, right? The the ways that you know a, a, a bit can operate uh, in in multiple—that's what quantum computing is all about—in yes. multiple uh, phases. I mean, Stuart, this is this is mind-boggling, and we don't really understand this stuff because this. This is the technology of fallen angels that mankind is not supposed to have. Yeah, uh, there's certain protections the Lord is going to keep, even if they're, they can manipulate certain things like the Mandela effect or minor, but it may become major. It may be part of the strong delusion. We really don't know anything about the universe we live in or the multiverse. Uh, it's just fascinating stuff how all of this comes together. But Having said that, Jesus said not one dot, not one iota would would change from the prophecies and the prophets. So whatever the fallen angels can do, they cannot manipulate or change the prophetic word because it must come true. So they are limited, even if they can maybe change verses here and there. And, of course, we, you know, Jesus told us to beware of the scribes and whatnot, because they will do that. They will change, and they are changing it rapidly now. So maybe if you get a, a newer Bible and then you go back to your, and you say, you know, like the Holy of Holies. That Holy of Holies is uh, <laughs> one of the most sacred tenets of Scripture. That's where God is. Yeah, That's why, where I, the... Yeah, go ahead. When I heard this, I actually went to several different versions. Uh, and and uh, it, interestingly enough, when I say it's completely gone, it's not completely gone. It's in the 1976 New American Standard still, and it's in the 1985 New American Standard, something like that. Uh, so it still remains in a couple of versions, but it was in the King James Version, my recollection is. Yes. Um, but, you know, you raise a really good point, Stuart, because the word says that, see, this is really, really important, audience, because uh, you hear something like this and you get scared probably, right? And and remember the verse that I just quoted about uh, that, you know, that if it were possible, if, 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 if it were possible, 
that even the very elect would be deceived. Now, why can't the very elect be deceived? Because the Lord said, Stuart, I mean, uh, Larry, to your point about Augusto writing that down in his Bible, that he would write his word on our heads and our hearts. So we would always have it. This is how we three can sit here in the audience, you listening, can, can remember the Holy of Holies. This is how you can remember that a lion laid down with a lamb. This is how you remember these things because the Lord has written his word on our heads and our hearts. That's why we have to uh, study his word and, and meditate over it and pray over it. So to your point, Stuart, those, those things that are really, really valuable, I don't believe that the Lord would allow the enemy to change. Uh, but even if he attempted to do so, it's written on our, our, our heads and our hearts. So, I, you know, we are safe in that regard. But to the larger point, something is going on, and it cannot continue to go on for very much longer because it would literally destroy us. I mean, if, 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 the, if, the, if the timeline continues to be manipulated, whether – and I don't know if it's purposeful. At least I used to think that it was a, a, a byproduct of something they were doing. It was unintentional, right? I'm wondering now. But, because this is like the, the, the third attack on the word that I'm aware of. Uh, there's, a, there's a verse, you know, when Jesus says that no one has seen the Father but him, right? Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. there's, a verse, there's a verse in Judges that says, uh, Judges, is it Judges? Or, huh, I had it written down one time. It might be Deuteronomy. But the, that the Judges have seen the Father, uh, which, mm-hmm. is, which is contrary to the word, contrary to Jesus' own words. So this is like the third circumstance that I remember that the word of God actually being assaulted. But my greater concern is not not just the word of God, but what other things, guys, has changed because of fallen angel technology that we are not aware of or, or would even be aware of because it's just commonplace for us. See, that's what bothers me. I think a well, lot. Let me, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, let me add this. This is, this is kind of far out. Uh, I know that uh, Barry Rothman with the Rothman Code has been uh, he's been into some meetings with this guy that claims Pasagia, that uh, claims to be a time traveler, if you will, and he's had private meetings with him, and he's also been following up some of the work of uh, Dr. Michael Sala, who's you know of course he's a New Ager, I mean a big big time New Ager, but he's an insider. Now this is this quite strange. Uh, it's or it's getting strange, if you will. There's some recent, and and I don't want to dovetail into something else. I, you know what we're doing is good. Good. Uh, but I was going to mention that there's some new data coming out from the whistleblowers and information about giants that are not dead that have been, uh, if you will, in stasis or in uh, uh, chambers of some kinds. They're not dead, but they're not alive, and they're going to be reanimated, if you will, is kind of a term they're using. Some of these were recovered, they said, and I've heard this uh, actually away from the data that I'm sharing with you. Somewhere else there's a source that said that verified some of this, that uh, 
you know, out of Iraq were removed uh, chambers, if you want to call them that. Some call them sarcophaguses. Some call them, uh, uh, you know, burial vaults or whatever. But uh, they had they were too big just for a human. And so, anyway, with that being said, uh, there are reports uh, coming out of Michael Sala that that say that. And this is where it gets weird. Okay, I know you you really watched the movie. Uh, both of you have probably Mission to Mars with Gary mm-hmm. Sinise. You know that's a real biggie. I, I used to, I've watched that ten or fifteen times over the years, and the the golden looking entity, the one that shows the DNA and and set people set on the path to Earth, and and then you get into all this other uh, that entity though the entity that was in that uh, you know pyramid or whatever it was the face mm-hmm. uh, that was actually a craft. Anyway, uh, this person that came to that has talked to Barry Rothman in person that says I'm a hybrid I'm not I'm not a real I'm not a damic I'm not of Adam I'm a hybrid creation remember I talked about that Stuart on the show anyway mm-hmm. this individual says that the real power behind uh, what's going on and, and the meetings between the earth elite and the space force and and all of this on the on gamma mead uh, is actually these what she calls or this entity calls uh, the tall goldens. Now these, I believe, possibly are the fallen angels themselves, and uh, these tall goldens was representative in the movie Mission to Mars. Uh, when Gary Sinise gets into that craft that he was a building, and he goes off <laughs> to follow them to wherever they went. But with that being said, there is some data being released now that that's really raw data that says that these fallen ones are now working a work to cause i'm trying to say this just right working a work to cause mankind to forget certain things working against the memory of humankind what do y'all think well, that would be a very effective wow. way to change things and change what you thought the Bible said all these times. You, it's mental. It's a mental attack. Um, I want to read mm-hmm. something here. Now, this is from Mary Summerain and her book on... Um, uh, anyway, it's many... Here's what she says. Now, this is about the arrival. Many, many people's going to wake up here. They're going to grab golden truth. They're going to hold it and change lives even. Now listen to this one. Many people's going to change and be new, different. And she connects it directly to the aliens. Aliens going to talk, touch, teach even. Aliens going to prove stuff. They're going to try to help people here. Now, I want to focus in because of what you were doing in that uh, documentary movie about uh, the DNA changes. What is she saying here? Many people's going to change and be new, different. That sounds like hybrids. That sounds like the aliens are behind this DNA, RMNA, uh, whatever you call it, mRNA uh, drug. Because it's not a vaccine, it's a drug. What do you think, Daniel? 
Well, it certainly is is not a vaccine. It doesn't prevent the uh, disease. It doesn't uh, lessen the disease. It doesn't improve your immunity to the disease. So it it is in fact a, a drug, a, a dangerous drug at that. Uh, and I wonder, you know, I have I've thought this before in the course of of this uh, work that I wonder if they will use the DNA, uh, the mRNA uh, enhancement in the, the, this vaccine uh, that of uh, those people that are still alive, because a bunch of them are dying, uh, to do just what you talked about. I have wondered this myself. Um, and, and when you reach the conclusion of that movie, uh, I think it's pretty clear who would be doing this uh, because it's it's all connected. It's 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 amazing. You know, Larry, um, you're talking about those giants in stasis. Uh, it actually says that in the Bible that it says, uh, "I give command and bring, and I bring them. Giants are coming to fulfill my wrath, rejoicing at the same time and insulting." Uh, that's out of Isaiah 13:3. You can find that in the Breton. Septuagint translation. Uh, so I, you know, it, it shouldn't surprise anyone that that these these giants are are uh, waking up because uh, it's almost time for 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 them to fulfill God's wrath. Uh, but you know, I, again, guys, it's it, this is all connected, and I, I started the show talking about how the whole world is. Um, enveloped by lies i mean it's by lies but uh this is this is why if we really understood their true objectives and um, what they were trying to do then there would be way too much resistance uh mm-hmm. on planet earth for for them to fulfill their their uh, their goals and and that's why i said that that i i, I think that this movie is probably the most important thing that I've ever done, ever. Uh, and I've done a lot of important stuff. Uh, but, you know, this takes the case. Because, for one, this is God's work, right? This is this is what he's given uh, given me to do. Uh, and then just the, the revelation uh, making it available to the people uh, so that they can understand it clearly uh, I think is is not only one of the highest honors to to have, but uh, it's also one of the most in, you know biggest weights that that I have as well. Uh, because, and I mentioned this um, to uh, I was on a Steve Quayle show yesterday, his Q files, and um, I I just told the audience I said oh, it's, you. you I know that a lot of you pray for me and pray for Steve, uh, but but you need to pray like you've never prayed because the devil does not want this information out, and and he is spitting mad. I mean, he is he is mad, and uh, will do whatever he has to do to to, to hinder or stop uh, the film from coming out, including direct attacks against uh, God's people. And you guys are on the front line. You've been on the front line a lot longer than I have, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, 
Because, honestly, what, what we are getting, we're getting into this season of, um, so you, you mentioned Ephesians 6, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with the powers, principalities, and forces of wickedness in heavenly places. And I've done an extensive word study on that. And you could actually make the case that they're talking about fallen angels, that Paul's talking about fallen angels in that verse. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always look at spiritual warfare uh, from the spiritual world, right? And, and it's true. I mean, the, the Augusto Perez, I'll tell you, you mentioned him earlier, Larry. You know, I've, I've heard Augusto tell stories of, of uh, you know, demonic entities wrapping him around the throat and choking him, uh, and he couldn't see anything. Uh, but um, we are fixing to see uh, – see, I live in the South, fixing. Uh, we are fixing to see um, physical warfare on the believer. Uh, and I think getting back to your, your point earlier, Stuart, about um, – you know, the Homeland Security showing up and looking for that guy's uh, uh, vaccine card. I mean, you're beginning to see the physical manifestations, and you're absolutely right, of those fallen angels whispering in men's ear and men's conducting their business uh, on behalf of the fallen angels. Uh, so these are serious times, my friends. I mean, they are uh, they are so serious, and uh, it's about to get a lot weirder here in the the very near future to include disclosure. Yeah, they're coming right out in the open now. Uh, You know, World Economic Forum, the UN, they're all in this together. This is all the satanic rise of Antichrist. And people are not understanding what's coming upon them or even what's going on all around them. Uh, if you go into Revelation 18:23, it talks about sorcery. And uh, if you really do a deep word search on that, you find out basically that the world, through propaganda and witchcraft and spells, these uh, most people are under a hypnotic spell, and they don't know it. Mm. And that kind of gets back to, uh, you know, mind control, mental thought, and is it possible that they could do this to people that are not protected by Jesus Christ? And maybe that's one of the reasons they they are now basically rejecting Scripture. And I was reading some uh, stuff about, uh, you know, surveys where half of the Christians don't even believe Satan exists. Well, Satan doesn't exist. Yeah, they don't believe in Jesus is an idiot. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, they don't believe in. I was just going to say they don't believe in a literal devil, right? They, That's right. Uh, they don't believe that he's he's real. Uh, you know, in England, uh, I used to be stationed there, Larry. You know, and uh, in England, there are more people that believe in UFOs that, than believe in God. And there's <laughs> actually a lot less people in the United States that believe in God than ever before. Uh, but uh, it is all part of that great delusion that you were uh, talking about, Stuart. Yeah. Well, here's something well, from the that. Great White Brotherhood. Let me just read a little bit of it. Ascended masters, hierarchies of light will walk and talk with mankind again. They will walk with us, and they will prepare the way for the for the Christed one. Well, that's all the delusion. That's what the delusion's all about. 
and uh, here we are. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. So few people believe any of this anymore, which, of course, dovetails right into their hands of the Luciferians. And uh, mm. there's a lot of mind control going on, a lot of hypnosis going on, and it's people just are not aware of it. Well, you what can say see you, Larry. They, yeah, you can see why that they do not want this information out. They don't want information out that Spirit, you and I put out every week if they can stop it. And they certainly don't. And, and by the way, Daniel, the mega drought uh, DVD and, and, you know, you had the streaming also. That was incredible, absolutely incredible. And I, I didn't know if you would do another one. But here you are now coming out with what you said is the most important one ever. And certainly the enemy won't want anything bigger than mega drought coming in, coming out for the <laughs> eyes of the, uh, the the deplorables to look upon. But when does this come out, Daniel, and, and uh, what's the process? Is it pretty quick? Well, we were we were really, really trying to get it done by uh, December, but it, it will probably be uh, the middle of January before it actually uh, is done. Uh, it'll be available on DVD uh, from SteveQuill.com, as well as uh, streaming as well. So uh, also, I mean, if you go to SteveQuill and pre-order it, you get a discount. I think I don't know what it is, what what, is, what the cost is, but you'll get a discount. And as I said, there'll be a couple of freebies on there as well. Uh, it, it's really really important. And I I, I made this uh, suggestion to the audience. Uh, um, a couple, and I don't get. I, listen, I don't have any vested interest in this movie. I may be on there as a co-producer, but I, I don't get royalties or anything from it. Steve, Steve owns the copyrights, and it's it's there to to pay for things that he's already paid for out of pocket. So, um, but it is that important. So, what I suggested to the audience yesterday is that look, that would be a great Christmas present if you want to give a Christmas present. Giving somebody the gift of truth in the form of that movie would be an awesome president, uh, and and because it's gonna it's gonna open a lot of eyes, and then people are gonna be Christians are gonna be stunned by what's coming coming out of that movie. I mean, and I, I listen, guys, I don't take any credit. I might have written it, but it was it's the Lord's, it's the Holy Spirit's. Because as I said, it wasn't really what I intended to start writing in the first place. It it turned into this and the the connections that he makes throughout the the movie is is fascinating i mean it's absolutely fascinating i can say that and i wrote it i mean <laughs> but it it still boggles my mind the things that that have that have been uncovered from that movie and it some of it's scary some of it will be scary some of it will 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 take listeners and make their mouths drop open they're going to go what uh, it, it's just, um, it, it's really, really, uh, it's really, really special to be part of that project. Yeah. And your, your movie on, or that, uh, documentary on the drought was, uh, critical because that's in the prophecies of Jeremiah against America, that her lakes, rivers, streams, everything will dry up and that drought is spreading rapidly. And then if you go into Deuteronomy 28, it talks about, I'll turn your, the heavens into brass and instead of rain you're going to get mm. dust storms and on and on so that was a very timely um, presentation and we got about 
two minutes to go. So what else would you like to talk about, Daniel? Well, uh, again, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, I... I, I didn't, you think that I when I what I said at the very beginning was kind of tongue in cheek? It was absolutely not tongue in cheek. Uh, over well more than ten years ago, twelve years ago, thirteen years ago, before I started writing, I was a normal guy and uh, coming out of a hard time. Uh, started attending a Bible study. They were talking about crazy stuff. My father-in-law went to the Bible study. And he kept trying to get me to come. I thought I knew everything. Now, you know, he finally gets me to go to one. And it wasn't but that first uh, meeting I went to, somebody gave me uh, a CD with, with you guys as show. I said, these guys are who? But they will make you think. And, and guys, you changed my life, honestly. Uh, honestly. So, you know, Thank you for the comments, the the compliments on Mega Drought and your excitement about this movie. But uh, listen, you you two have a great impact on what the Lord is doing with me uh, all these years later because you guys were faithful way back then, and I so much appreciate the work that that you do, you really, and so does your audience. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's. it's uh... We're, we're coming up at the close of things, and I, I don't think most people realize it, nor, as you said at the very beginning, do they really realize the reality of all this. They've spiritualized away so much, and it's going to hit them broadside when this thing happens. When the arrival takes place, it's just going to hit everybody broadside. Anyway, Daniel, thanks so much for coming on. Boy, that was fascinating. And Larry also, um, hope you get your phones back soon. <laughs> Well, I just thank the Lord. I had a way to to get into the show with you guys anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening, and uh, take it to heart. It's real. It's absolutely all real, and it is coming down. Anyway, thanks a lot, Daniel. Thanks a lot, Larry. Appreciate it. Take care. Nice. Thank, thank you, guys.